Is Niles ready? Yes, he's ready. He's pacified. <laughs> he's in the junior school. <laughs> Raccoon City Junior School. Yeah, junior school. <laughs> Niles Jr. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Tyler, Stars Agent Swinging. Oh, Aww, try again. <laughs> I couldn't write. I'm Tyler, Stars Agent Swigging Beer and listening to Butt Rock on my Walkman Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery Nemesis, more like Nema Friend, Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Lupe, that big motherfucker got a rocket launcher cornet. Yeah. <laughs> And this is a franchise podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. We're continuing on with our Resident Evil, uh, I don't know. Saga? Saga, yes. I always <laughs> use the wrong word. I'm like, ouvoir, Mikey. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm continuing with my Resident Evil duvoir. Check out my filmography <laughs> at ResidentEvil.com. <laughs> uh, you could have said Nema Bro instead of Nemesis because it's like, they're oh. like, oh, he's like your brother. He, she is. He, I guess I thought he's more like her friend than her brother. I know, but one of them is like you're, one of the evil scientist guys is Genetic. like you're like sister and brother. <laughs> we made him gross and made you hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically the whole tone of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you're hot. He's gross. <laughs> Who will win? Will they ever end up together? <laughs> <laughs> I did really think they should have made like a rom com after this. Like not, not, sorry, not not a rom com, a sitcom, mm. because mm. they're supposed to be related, not yeah. literally, but like spiritually. Nemesis. <laughs> yeah, right. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> he like lives in the basement. He's like really loud all the time. Firing rockets out of the out of the window, <laughs> off the chimney, just yeah. <laughs> uh, we're joined here again today by Lupe Corneo. Yeah. Yes, here I am. Welcome <laughs> back you. from Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> what other bangers have we assigned you to? Uh, Paranormal Activity Five, yeah. the Mark ones. <laughs> the March ones. You have a really good trilogy going on right yep, now. Parallel yep. marked ones. Mm-hmm. Fifty Shades. But I mean, you, uh, I reached out to you because I, I remember you liking Resident Evil, and I think I saw you tweet or something that, or post or whatever it is now yeah. that um, that <laughs> you just got the four uh, K. Yeah, I got four uh, K for Prime. Which, like, as a whole, the trilogy, I don't or franchise like yeah. half of it is good half of it sucks for resident <laughs> evil yes. yeah are we um, are we in the sucky end or the good end uh i'd say we're still in the good end right now <laughs> oh <Yeah. laughs> that says a lot oh no <laughs> yeah i feel like connor's gonna be pretty harsh this episode because he accidentally watched it twice today yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's true accidentally yeah. and maybe fell asleep during the second time yeah i definitely did yeah i and fell I'm asleep like, that's okay yeah he's, he's done his service <laughs> service to my people our fans yeah i wrapped him in a little flag <laughs> wait a napkin on top of me yeah the garb of resident evils wearing a napkin in facilities yep um but yeah lupe you like you like this franchise a lot right or like i do um i mean i knew you were excited about it yeah Yeah. no zombies like i've loved them since i was a kid this movie is what like really got me into it nice um when it first came out i think 2004 yeah yeah so i i can admit that it's not that great but i still (laughs) love it that's okay it's a good time we love a lot of things that aren't that great yeah yeah um hmm 
I would say, yeah, for me, <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder, which I only ever saw once, that yeah. everyone's like, this movie's garbage. I'm we like, both enjoyed I had that. Fun. Yeah, we had fun. We were also just yeah. watching a certain TV show that I said I wouldn't bring up on the podcast. <laughs> one Piece. No, not yet. Tyler likes One Piece. Yeah. I am the One Piece. Uh, but before we talk more about Resident Evil or <laughs> this, the Age of Piracy or whatever it's called, <laughs> uh, we have to do our usual segment of What's New? Bow. Thank you, Connery. No problem. Um, this is What's New, our usual segment where we talk about any new media we've been consuming Movies, books, comic books, uh, songs, <gasps> artists, oh. podcasts. I consume artists all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like the Siler of uh, the art world. <laughs> you're really trying to tap into my humor today. <laughs> um, what's let's yeah? Who wants to go first? What's new, Connery? Me. All right. Uh, I just got the beautiful game Baldur's Gate Three. Ba, 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 ba. That's the theme. Uh, it's really, 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 really good. It's everything everyone tells you it is and more. So there wow. you go. What yeah. does that mean? It means it's exceptional. Like everyone's talking about, oh, Tears of the Kingdom's game of the year. I'm like, nope, sweep that under the rug. It's the same game <laughs> as Breath of the Wild. I'll save that on air. I don't care. <laughs> come at me. You literally, come at me. Like, I, it's literally the same game. I played, like, I don't know, probably. 20 hours of it before i finally stopped because i was like this is literally the same game and i'm bored now you're gonna log into uh onto your switch and all the games are gonna be 10 more dollars <laughs> nintendo screws me over <laughs> nintendo games are never on sale anyways so yeah more. it's just more money yeah. but anyway the point is Baldur's gate is genius i'm like game of the year times times a million i'm i feel like i've barely scratched act two when there, there are three acts i'm on act two now but it's it's so cool and it's so much fun and there's just so many ways to replay the game and do it different and i'm just like really really hyped to like just go through it again as soon as it ends almost yeah how would you describe the game for someone who has like no idea oh yeah it's a uh, it's dungeons and dragons fifth edition rule set so uh, arguably the most accessible form of DD that exists um it is basically like a party management kind of game turn-based combat uh but yeah you it's, it, you can make it really, really easy or really, really hard. I kind of chose balanced, and I've been having a really fun time with that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh, yeah, fantasy. Um, it's, like, turn-based. Turn-based combat, yeah. yeah. And you have, like, different decisions for conversations and stuff. Mm -hmm. right? Very heavy role-play, this one is. Mm -hmm. So lots of, lots of ways to get lost in conversations with your... Um, NPC friends, a lot of opportunities for romance. All the guys keep hitting on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> relentlessly. <laughs> There's so many. Like, Gail, the wizard guy, is just like popular. all up in my business. Well, did you see that article where it said like it was actually a bug or something? That's oh. like, oh, we made all the characters way too horny on accident. <laughs> Oops, all horny. <laughs> yeah. So they, I'm like, my, I'm, like, I, I'm like, I want to get with Shadowheart, but Gail's just all up in my grill all the time. I, we had this very, very beautiful moment where he was like teaching me to use magic and like the weave and this like blue auras all around us and he like looks up to me like and the narrator's like he's he, like he's looking at you longingly and i'm like that was a cool show Gil. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's constantly like, just straight dragon <laughs> just being like that was cool okay bye <laughs> just trying to turn down everybody because they're all um well even uh i don't remember who it was that they were talking to but like somebody who was working on the game mm -hmm. um said like oh yeah that's definitely a bug and uh we're going to fix that in the future <laughs> on your next playthrough because everyone's like way too like horny, horny. <laughs> and and then also that person was like wait 
like the way the characters act in this game are, would not be okay in real life. <laughs> Literally, like the Druid Halson, he's been up my business from day one. I'm like, yeah. I know I saved your life, man, but I'm like, you're cool. He's probably the most handsome man in the in the group, I'd yeah. argue, but it's, but still, it's a lot. And who else? Oh, Lizelle, the the Gith Yankee in your group. She was just she literally. I came up to her camp like, oh, how are you joining? Person like basically, like, I want to fuck you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, my it's God. like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely like bug. She was like, I want to yeah. taste your skin. And I was like, fuck, I want nothing to do with you. And she's like, you'll regret that. <laughs> She's just, they're all so horny. Everyone wants to see that dragonkin hole. I know, like, I don't blame it. I mean, when my guy's at camp, he walks around topless, and I have like, my beautiful, like, scaled pecs showing, and I'm just, like, <laughs> marching around, buff fighter guy. So I'm like, I don't blame them for being like, he's yeah. hot, uh -huh. he wants it. But that doesn't mean it's an endorsement either. You can wear whatever you want around camp. Exactly, around, camp. around my camp. Yeah. yeah, like, it's my group. I'm the leader. <laughs> That's why. You tell everybody else what to wear. I don't have nipples <laughs> so uh brad couldn't milk you brad could not milk me. <laughs> nobody milks me <laughs> just had to throw that uh, meet the parents yeah. wait his name's not even brad i always say brad i'll have to look that up and correct it can later. you milk me it's greg right yeah can greg. You milk me, greg greg because i was thinking of greg can I was, you milk me i was thinking of the ben stiller movie brad status <laughs> i'm like his name is brad and everything right oh my god um that's okay so funny so that's what that's your what's new horny baldur's gate 3 horny baldur's gate 3 i'm having so much fun <laughs> i had a pirate battle with some dwager who are basically evil dwarves live in the underdark and <laughs> I just had fun pushing them all off the boats because pushing nice. people is a big mechanic in this game. That's good. Something I think you'll find a great amount of joy in. Yeah, definitely. Whenever we play Dark Souls, it's like whenever we knock over a skeleton off of a cliff or something, it's just like... Mm. <laughs> we had so many moments like it just maintains eye contact with us as it falls to its doom. Yeah. Hey, guys. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, I got a little too crazy with my dodge rolls. Bye. Um, so that's Baldur's Gate 3 on PS5. Yep, Baldur's Gate 3 ps5 and xbox way later apparently they got mm -hmm. they got a nice deal it's on pc though if you got a pc oh okay yeah cool. yeah it came out like a month earlier for pc I think. yeah lucky bastards um, yeah i just got it this morning because i was it's, it's wednesday when recording so it was available to me at 9 a.m mm -hmm. today and i spent like over an hour designing my character <laughs> and then played for like five minutes and i'm like i gotta go <laughs> are you a guy or a lady uh i'm a, a guy a male drow cleric nice who worships the, whatever the Lol. evil goddess is i don't know much about the kid the D, D characters yet Lol. but i'm like oh he's like a dark elf kind of thing like yeah cool. mm. so. that's sick that's metal i like it because i like underground like i usually play as a dwarf or something so yeah i'll do that some other time you'll have fun in the underdark it'll be great yeah yeah um let's see in terms of me yeah what about you tyler Sorry. all I'm, about I'm just, like, trailing off <laughs> no it's okay um i saw sigaros at the at the at the Greek amphitheater. What's that? In, uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, they're like this Icelandic. I was trying to look up a description of what their music is. And all I saw was post-rock. Mm. But oh. do you know them, Lupe? No, never heard of them. They're just like very like, um, I mean, it's very like dreamy music. Mm. And like very like vibey. And just, they had a whole orchestra. And I guess like oh. all the albums that they've recorded throughout the years, mm. it's mostly just like a few people. So... <clears throat> the energy was very like calm and like soothing mm -hmm. nice. it was kind of like the weirdest um concert i've been to or like show because i'm so used to like i don't know just more like rock shows or like punk or yeah, yeah. just any genre where there's a lot of energy in the yeah. crowd nice 
just any big act basically. Um, but this was like, yeah, I went with Turin, uh, a friend of the pod, previous impending guest, Turin O'Neill, uh, had, or no, he didn't have a ticket. He just asked if I wanted to go. So we went together and just everybody in the audience was just like, after a song was ended, they were just like, <laughs> just like, like, yay! You know, that was like the most energy. Like, I don't even, I nobody even said like ironically. Nobody else was like, yeah, or like anything. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, that was really nice. Like, just very soothing music. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was cool. Mm-hmm. That's good. That That's sounds all. cool. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say about. Do you it. think I the reaction was from like the fan base or just yeah. like the energy of like who was there? Uh, I think both, because honestly, like I saw a lot of people like the band's been around for like over 20 years, I think. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it just seemed like a lot of people in their 40s and stuff who are just like longtime fans. Mm-hmm. So, and like, yeah, I just want to go and like chill out and stuff like, but not because they're in their 40s, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it was just such a like specific experience that I've never felt before going to. It was like a listening party with like mm-hmm. a thousand over a thousand people there. Interesting. Interesting. Do you think it's good for like ambiance or is it just really yeah. specific? Yeah, it's really ambient. Yeah, because yeah. it's like he speaks in Icelandic or sings in Icelandic Ooh. the whole time. And I guess there's some albums where he did, he just like makes up a language too. <laughs> so it's very, it's all very like ambient, like background. Send me this. Music. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did that. And then I watched 28 Days Later. Nice. How was um, that? Which is a movie that's basically impossible to stream or rent anywhere. Really? Um, don't ask me how I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I found an old DVD somewhere or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a Danny Boyle directed movie with, like Killian Murphy. Where um, have either of you seen it? Yeah, I've, I've seen, seen it. pieces of it, yeah. not like as a whole, but it's definitely like an artistic zombie movie i feel like that doesn't really have the tropes that usually you know that every other zombie movie has like kind of copied so that's why like i feel like it's a big cool one you know yeah that's Um, the one where the end what kind of like has that big arc where they're like taken by the military and in that mansion right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's like the second whole second half of the movie yeah yeah like the whole first half is him waking up in the hospital and like all of london is like deserted yeah and he doesn't know what's going on and it turns out, yeah, there's a zombie. Was this tape. before or after The Walking Dead? Before. Yeah. Like, it was I know before. The t- before the TV series, but you know how it was uh, like a comic? Oh, even the comic book, yeah, before yeah. the comic too. Because I yeah. wonder if that was like an inspiration for oh, when Rick Grimes like wakes up mm-hmm. from his thing and, you know, there's zombies. Oh, hell yeah. I fully believe that. Yeah, but we're watching, we're watching this movie. Uh, Lily and I, and she's like, "Wait, doesn't uh, Alice do that in yeah. uh, yes. in Resident Evil also?" <laughs> yes. And they both came out in two thousand two, and it's just wild to think that Twenty Eight Days Later came out like that early. Because, I mean, it's all shot digitally, and it mm-hmm. like looks like really like low res, but I kind of mm-hmm. feel like it fits like the vibe and era because it just yeah. really feels like a nutshell of like early two thousands mm-hmm. in a lot of ways that we'll talk about in Apocalypse yeah. is, <laughs> yeah. but like in a different way where it's like Danny Boyle's just so good with like picking out a soundtrack for his movies. Like mm-hmm. he he directed Train Spotting, and that's mm-hmm. has like a really great soundtrack too. Still haven't seen that one. Yeah, I need to see that one too. Let's all have a watch party. Lily right. needs to see it too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> and then we'll it'll end. We'll be like, that was that made me feel kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sad. <laughs> but it's really good. Um, so yeah, basically there's a zombie outbreak from like uh, they're like the government or something. I don't know. Some some or pharmaceutical company is doing like 
tests on apes with like <laughs> yeah. some rage virus or yeah, something. That's, I think that's what they call it, the rage virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like some people would be like, actually, they're not even zombies. They're yeah, just they're not even undead. Are, like, yeah. Just, right. They're just super angry. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like for all intents and purposes, like in terms of like the themes of the movie and like the trappings of like the genre, it's very much like a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. So. And it introduces like the fast zombie. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's the first fast zombies. Yeah. So um yeah, and then the second half, like you said, it's like the military, and it's like, ooh, like what's worse, the zombies or like or humanity? Us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. It has a great cast. Uh Brendan Gleason's in it. There's a really good scene where they all go shopping in the apocalypse. It's a <laughs> right. lot of fun. Um, but yeah, apparently twenty-eight years later, it, which so there's a twenty-eight weeks later that came mm-hmm. out like a few years after that. That's not directed by Danny Boyle or has any of the original characters, but Mm -hmm. apparently they are planning on doing 28 years later with uh, Danny Boyle directing and and killing Murphy again. Wow, that'll be nuts. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I don't know. Killing Murphy hangs dong in that movie, which he doesn't do in Oppenheimer. So (laughs) why didn't he? Double feature. He had such an opportunity to hang dong and he didn't do it. (laughs) He did. He just hung the biggest dong when he (laughs) dropped the nuke, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the fat boy dong i mean the trinity test okay <laughs> all right anyway that's 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 enough of uh whatever yeah. <laughs> 28 days later 28 days later watch it wherever you can because it's definitely worth seeing it the first time i think i just saw it when i like when video stores were still around when i was like renting movies and then now it's just hard to find so yeah, yeah. that's that uh lupe what's new with you um i've been re-watching or not re-watching but so did you guys ever watch Digimon? Yes. Mm-hmm. So back in 2020, they kind of like rebooted it. Oh. And um, when it was first coming out, it was on Hulu, but it was subbed and I didn't have the attention spent to watch it <laughs> to subbed. Read, yeah. Yeah. So I had to wait for the dubbed version and it's finally on there or it's probably been, but I finally have time to watch it. And like, it's so cool just watching these characters like from like when we grew up and they're like now more modernized and they explain a bit of the lore more. How is Ty and Matt? Um, so I, if I remember the originals like had them kind of like frenemies Yeah. in this one, it's like, they're kind of sarcastic to each other at moments, but they're like still friends. They're buds. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just more adorable seeing the like connection they have with their, uh, digi partners and all that. Yeah. It's so adorable. And like, they also added more Digimon. Like I remember Padomon evolves to Angiomon, like yes, right the after angel. the boot. Yes. Uh, and this time it has them turn into Pegasusmon first, Ooh. and then ah, yeah, nice. yeah, and then Gatomon is like kind of evil, but not really. Yeah. And in the original, I think she was like just didn't want to even want to deal with being a Digi Destin like partner. Yeah, she was a uh, his old sister Kyrie. Yeah. right? that was hers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, um, I think, like, there's no movie for it. So there's no, like, hey, they witnessed this thing yeah. happening. Um, maybe they might explain it later because I'm, like, halfway through it. But mm-hmm. it's still pretty cool. And, like, it adds uh, a lot of the technology that we have now, like, with our cell phones. Like, nice. now there was a moment where they were, like, in the real world and they had their digivices and their Digimon mm-hmm. were, like, projected on the oh, cool. digivice. So it was cool. So I'm in the middle of watching that and it's really fun and it really has uh, made me feel like a kid again just watching it, you nice. know? Yeah. I think uh, the internet spoiled spoiled the last moments for me. I won't do the same, but it's, it's a real tearjerker. Oh, ooh, yeah. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. 
Pikachu enters their universe. <laughs> the multiverse that kind of thing. That's why better than Pokemon, because they can talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I remember. Wait, or, were you watching this, by the way? Uh, on Hulu. Oh, on Hulu, okay. Yeah, and they even have, like, the, they have the original Digimon, and then they have the, like, spinoffs that they did later with, like, the different characters. I like the spirit yeah. one a lot. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's some, a lot of things about Digimon that... Like I was really into as a as a kid. I even had the Digimon cards, mm. the trading card game that I never had no idea how to play. Same. <laughs> um, I think I had a couple game like uh, video games, and then I had some sort of watch or some little like plastic. You probably had Digimon a Digivice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Digimon. <laughs> um, but yeah, like even the art style and everything just felt like pretty appealing. And I guess there's like some like digital. I mean, it's all digital monsters, but like, you know, like something about Pokemon's more like they're animals and digital monster. Digimon is like, oh, you go into like the, the web virtual and world. And I think I got up to like the first movie. The um, first movie's great. And yeah. is that the one with the clown guy? Yeah. The clown guys like creeped me out as a kid. And they do the big fusion and everyone on the internet's watching them have the big fight. Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Maybe I'll go back and watch this too. Dude, the first <laughs> movie is catch sick. Up. It's great. Yeah. This sounds like it's kind of like, so it's basically like a remake. Yeah, a remake slash like it's changing some things from it. Like it changed their outfits a bit. Like the original one had Mimi as an American and very like self-absorbed and like caring more about like herself. Mm -hmm. And in this one, like she kind of has that, but not too much where she's not as annoying. And she's also like brought up as like she's Japanese like the rest of the kids. Mm. And like she's clearly rich, but like she cares about the workers, and like she has that kind of capitalistic view um, that they shown in an episode where like um, everyone is family and that kind of thing, you yeah. know. But like it's just enough for her to actually do stuff to like you know stop exploitation yeah. for her little like Digimon friends. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like some changes that I've seen, mm -hmm. um, and I think it's pretty cool. Like Matt's a little less uh, mean. Yeah, he's a little less mean and he's a little less uh per not less protective over TK, but more like he lets him grow or ask TK's his name, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And uh he had the bug, right? TK did? TK had the no, weird thing with Izzy the Izzy was ears. the bug. Uh TK was the the little brother of the with one like with the bucket the, hat. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 TK and then Kari's the younger one. Mm -hmm. Uh Ty, Matt. <laughs> Uh, Sora. Joe, Sora, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, Joe, I forgot about Joe, Joe. Yeah, it's weird. They made Joe like the leader because he's the oldest, huh. but like Ty's, uh, the, leader. Ty's the leader. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> he said about a bunch of animated children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. Joe's not leading anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I always like the bug Digimon that like in his his evolutions and everything. Uh, yeah. Like really, Kabutomon. Like, yeah, yeah. That big, disgusting <laughs> blue bug. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I had that as like a little plastic figure. Yeah, I had that one too. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, sounds like it's something I need to check out. Yeah, That's uh Oh, wait. Yeah, I was going to say did, so are Digimon like sentient and everything? Yeah. Like yeah. so yeah. they're digital creations, so they are like AI originally, but now they have like physical forms or are they like I think originally they were just digital like data per se and yeah. but like with this new one it kind of like combines that where um, they kind of, well, so far they haven't shown if they have a, like, outside form, but for the kids, like, they kind of do, like, um, they're more like holograms and they're little digivices. Yeah. But they exist inside the digital world. Like, I guess they would be, like, little, like, 
pixelated things in there and yeah. whatnot because yeah. they kind of show them like that in the credits. But they're alive. They're yeah. consciousness. They're chappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they like they have their own like birthing system where like birthing. even though they like die, they like get reborn as an egg and they're like a new. Oh, I remember. Yeah. That. yeah. Is that where the blue one comes from in the second se- second series? I think so. What, or, blue Agumon? I think his name is a Vimon, right? Vimon, Something yeah. like that. Vimon's yeah. cool. Digimon. Yeah, Digimon. Digital monsters. Digimon Garland Champion. Digimon. That's Digimon Adventure on Hulu. Yeah. You know. Metal Grimmon. I know. Even those forms have been weird. Like I was like tripping out so. Uh, Gabumon turns into where or Garurumon, yeah, where Garurumon, and then he turns into metal Garurumon, Garurumon and then he <laughs> turns the same word. into like Omnimon or whatever, right? Or s- w- with uh, Agumons and what oh, that, right, yeah. So they still haven't shown metal where Garurumon is just him like it's so weird yeah. like it's the order of it and then there's some that i've they're remixing yeah. it it's like this is not how it's supposed to yeah, be yeah like uh graymon like they, i don't think they've showed war graymon yet oh, poor graymon's the best yeah though. he's so metal do you, do you remember war graymon tyler um wait war graymon yeah does he have like flames or something no he's like an all in armor he's on two mm-hmm. feet he looks so cool yeah Oh, oh no! Wait, yeah, isn't there isn't there like a skull Greymon too? <laughs> yeah, there's skull. Yeah, Greymon. so I think they have shown War Greymon, but not Skull Greymon. Mm, skull yeah. Greymon's evil though. Is he? I think so. I think that's when like when Ty pushes him to his limits, mm-hmm. he turns into. Well, that. I know there was one episode where they do something like that, where yeah. they like play, but I don't think he is that per se. But it's so weird because they have their like champion form, their ultimate form, and this and that, and it just feels like there's so many directions that they can go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this Metal Greymon? Like That's the, Metal yeah. Greymon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Skull Greymon. I had like a little action figure of it mm-hmm. too, and in Metal Greymon. I definitely yeah. had like a little phase in my childhood. Because yeah. they're cool. They're cool mm-hmm. designs. They're just yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> they they are pretty good designs. And like, isn't it also from the Pokemon company? Mm, I don't know, actually. I don't think so. I feel like no. That's something I, I probably should have uh, well not looked up because I wouldn't have known yeah. we were gonna <laughs> talk about Digimon <laughs> no. today. But I remember like somebody told me that sometime, like like when I was you know, still into it. I'm like, what? Like, they also made that? That's crazy. They're cannibalizing right. themselves. Yep. Unsubstantiated. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like growing up, that was it, where it was like, do you like Pokemon or do you like Digimon? Right. And um, I was like, why not both? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was part of that camp too. I was like, I yeah. love them both. <laughs> They're both great. Yeah. I was like, excuse me, I like the design of Digimon maybe a little bit better, but I find Pokemon a little bit more charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just toy animation, so I don't think that's uh, the same thing. No. Um... But well, speaking of uh, hordes of creatures, <laughs> <laughs> how about hordes of background <laughs> talent in blurry cameras being right? sped up? <laughs> yup, just to make them look faster. In Resident Evil Apocalypse. If I move around fast enough, the camera can't track me. <laughs> it's just like all the exes are trying to run away from the camera. Uh, wow. Resident Evil Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts, Connor? You're the, you've seen it the most times yeah, that's today. Right. I've seen it three <laughs> yeah, times officially. Um, you log it twice in your letterbox today? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would. I, I would. <laughs> uh, what's it called? It's 
I don't know. I, I found it a little boring. There was the part in my notes mm-hmm. where I literally put down like I want the movie to end now, but it was like <laughs> literally towards like the end of the movie. So I'm like, mm-hmm. when the movie ended, I think like five minutes after that, I was like, okay, good. You know, it was the end. I, I overstayed its welcome to me by five minutes, but that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's better than some some movies, yeah. recent movies, even like uh, yeah, I can think of, but <laughs> but I don't know. It's <laughs> it's inoffensive, I guess, yeah. in some ways, but. In other ways, I found it kind of like boring and mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is really no clear plot. It's just like, hey, these zombies went. We got to save this girl. Oh, shit. They're just you running know? around. Yeah. There's so many pointless moments yeah. in this shit. movie. Yeah. Like where they come down for the helicopter to save that lady yeah. who then jumps Jump. and dies. Well, even Nemesis just like turning on the stars, like it literally made no sense. Like they were the ones that were like keeping those hordes out and they're like oh let's see how good they are for no reason yeah, <laughs> look at the stars look how they shine look how they die for you. you and all the things you do and it was all nemesis <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know i think forced. i think nemesis <laughs> looked, it was very forced did not make sense at the cadence of the song at no. all i tried i failed i'm sorry <laughs> it's not your fault <laughs> But it was a no-win situation. Literally. But Nemesis even looks kind of stupid to me in this. Or, like, mm-hmm. in the game, he's so, like, daunting and scary. And I felt very insulted on behalf of Jill Valentine, where I felt like her action hero role was stolen from her. Well, I do even get those vibes when she's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know? Like, like this is how? my game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is some, like, weird meta commentary mm-hmm. that's, like, not even thinking about that, I think, where it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, no, this is my video game. Why are you yeah, here? Yeah. That's, like, the only way to read it, really. Yeah, and yeah. Alice is like, well, I'm, like, God to your overpowered, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sense. and they tried to make her seem like Jesus when she came into the stained window. <laughs> she is yeah. Christ-like. Yup, and then she did that whole flip, Yeah, too. she's riding her hog into the, <laughs> to the uh, pain window. And crushes the liquor with the cross. Does she? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprised it doesn't, like, burn or something. <laughs> the cross just burns. It burns the, the liquor, which means that the zombies aren't inherently satanic. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a working fan theory? Yeah. <laughs> the zombies are satanic. I mean, like, are they like, like, where are they on the morality spectrum? Like, they're just. I think they're like chaotic neutral where they'll just yeah. eat everything. Make chaotic yeah. evil where like they'll just eat anything really. Yeah. They're just doing their own thing. Yeah. They don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like they literally just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't really teach them either. What's didn't we watch a Resident Evil where like they're taking pictures, like they're trying to like test the zombie and he's taking pictures of something? Oh, I think that might be the third one. I confuse that because I know the third one. one is when they like the dude is like trying to like see if they're sentient. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so some of these are actually addressed. Yeah. yeah. Some of these questions but I no, have. No, Your some of these theories like, must be addressed. What? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like uh, as you get further with the franchise, it's gonna be an interesting ride for you guys. Oh good. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. I just want more like lore stuff because so far it's just been kind of meandering yeah. around and then, I know yeah. a lot of the stuff that like because I've only played the six game yeah so I can, can't really compare it to you only like, played six yeah I've only played six whoa yeah because uh, growing up I didn't really have like gaming consoles and mm-hmm, then yeah. now like that I do it's been the sixth one and then like the newer ones but mm-hmm. I've 
I hate horror survival games. Uh, like I tried playing um the first Alien one um oh, that came isolation? out like a, yeah I I went through it the first time <laughs> like going through the first time the alien killed me I had to like quit because I was like yeah. nope never <laughs> again yeah. yeah so I just I can't and when I was playing Resident Evil Six I was doing like co op with the <laughs> someone so mm-hmm. you know I had someone with me yeah, exactly. and yeah, with this Resident Evil like if I were to get it on my own I'm like nope no so no Resident Evil no. Seven or Eight for you no or... I mean maybe I've been oh, people have been telling seven. me to don't do it do Seven Lupe you don't like. <laughs> the, the the shape you're not gonna enjoy no, seven yeah. it's all based off slasher horror mm, is the seventh ooh, one ooh, and like no. texas chainsaw and stuff yeah you can maybe do eight i think she do eight eight's more camp yeah eight's more camp mm. and like four remake i guess oh four is that the one good. with the the vampire lady yeah is yeah. uh, an eight it's still pretty spooky at points mm-hmm. uh there's, there's a <sighs> there's actually one point that's really terrifying yeah uh, literally <laughs> where it's like it's just camp and silly and then you go to the dollhouse and you're like mm-hmm. oh fuck that's creepy <laughs> Like Last of Us, I don't even know how I like played through both of those games because those clicker sounds, they really get you and just hearing the screams, yeah. Yeah, I've never played it. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, Alien Isolation, I, I did play. I never I never beat it, though. I got pretty far in, and then at a certain point when the actual uh, face huggers mm-hmm. and like the eggs and everything, mm-hmm. like I avoided the, the alien for so long, and I'm like, okay, I got to keep going. Like, yeah. this is still spooky. But then mm-hmm. like, and when that happens, I'm like, no, this is too yeah. much. Like, too much. I can't look around for these face Yo. huggers. I can't look around the ground. I <laughs> yeah. don't, I won't want to do this. It's <laughs> like, look around the ground, then you look up, then it goes, ah! It's like if you ever see like a cockroach or a spider or something on the ground, it's like that, but like way worse. It's like, how is this in my house? Yeah. <laughs> it's like horrifying. How is this in my house? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's good. But um, you wanted to do this one in particular, um, Lupe. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's my favorite one yeah. out of all of them. And like, it's the one that I, that started the love of zombies. And it's like, I love, like it's, so bad it's good you know like yeah. the uh i think the character's name is aljay he's the one who says like the funniest quotes ever <laughs> yes. yeah. like the first one is i think he says like get this bitch off of me you know because <laughs> he's locked up and she's trying to like bite him like it's right. so good like, like yeah. i love it it's but like i said you guys are gonna have a rough time because the other Ugh. ones are very interesting. <laughs> they don't get yeah. any better. Well, this one ends with her getting like superpowers. Like, yeah, just... those superpowers are so like make no sense at all. Oh no! Like yeah. T virus wise, like how how she can double jump now? Telekinetic. Telekinetic. Yeah, control oh, yeah. the satellites and stuff. She can control satellites. Yeah, she can control satellites. Like that's why <laughs> in the <laughs> end you can see the cameras go on her. I thought that was the satellites uh, alluding to like her being controlled by Umbrella. I mean, I think it's both ways where. It's oh. like they can control her, but also she can control that too. Oh the satellite's filled of T virus. Yeah. But like, it's funny because they don't explain it. It's just T virus. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've all, I liked LJ a lot too. Um, played by Mike Epps. I feel like his character is definitely just like a little bit more than like a stereotypical like black character in a horror mm-hmm. movie, but it's definitely mm-hmm. still that. So yeah. it's like. I mean, he's the comedic right I yeah i'm like i'm still paying more attention to him this time around yeah than I did the first time yeah and i'm like he's definitely doing like a lot of like basic things but like sometimes he's legitimately really funny mm-hmm. but if he wasn't there like i think this movie would be pretty boring oh yeah. be a real drag yeah um but what about like the stunts and everything? I thought this was like a pretty good yeah. stunt movie. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the yeah. action scenes, I feel like they were very reflective of like 
the action movies of the early 2000s, yes. you know, and yeah. that's what they were trying to aim with this. Like, hey, it's not that good of a story, but like you're going <laughs> to love watching her fight, <laughs> you know? This. Yeah. Like oh, we got two girls that are badasses, you know. When they do, and their they don't whole, like each other. Yeah, <laughs> when they do their little uh, whatever like movements of like breaking necks with the zombies. <laughs> when they're in the graveyard yeah. and just oh kicking God. all the zombies. Yeah. Like this is like the least Resident Evil thing I've yep. ever seen, but Completely. I still have a good time watching that. It's like they they could, they would have gotten bit if that were real life. Like yeah. the first just chop. <laughs> They're just punching and kicking, having fun. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be wandering through a graveyard if I were them. I'm like no. the dead are literally waking up. Yeah, that's what I this. was thinking too. Like uh, I've watched this before, but like as it was happening, I was like, "Don't usually in zombie <laughs> movies, don't they like you know rise from the graveyard?" So that's probably not a safe place to be. And then yeah. literally as I was thinking that is when they pop up. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Which I like double checked later while we're watching. I'm like, wait, did they come out of the graves or are they just fighting in a graveyard? No, they Both were like, out. yeah, they came out of the graves. But and if you're talking about the games, it doesn't really make no, sense. No, it doesn't because they're virus things. Because they've been dead for so long in the graves. that mm-hmm. it It's very uh, Game of thrones Yes, White Walkers. Yeah, when yeah. they come out from the Stark Crypt. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. So cool. I guess it's more like straight up necromancy or something. It like. is straight up necromancy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to straight up necromancy. I'm your host, Gorbin Schlorn. That, that's your necromancer that's name? That's my Gorbin Schlorn. Schlorn Michaels. Schlorn Michaels. There it is. That's why I'm being for a bonus game three campaign. Schlorn Michaels, the necromancer. Okay. Yeah, you have to have a really stupid name for for our Baldur's Gate crew. That's a really important for our teams. Like Bo Body was your last one. Oh, wait, what? Bo Body was my last one. Um, yeah, like you're saying with all the all the 2000 early 2000s fight scenes and stuff, mm-hmm. they like. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like Blade yeah. or just some other movies around that time where you can still feel like actors are doing things and so yeah. they're just against like a big green screen. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's plenty of green screen in this movie, but there's a lot of practical stuff and just explosions mm-hmm. and and I, like objects being broken. Like when they're, I think when they're in the school and Alice is running from Nemesis yeah, and like he busts through the wall and then she mm-hmm. like dives and shoots her yeah. machine guns backwards <laughs> and then goes through another hole that's yep. just conveniently there and then goes down a pipe and then he shoots a rocket down the pipe. <laughs> like that whole sequence is like, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Like despite this movie, not really like having much to say, like this, mm-hmm. this, this whole sequence is fun. Like there's a lot yeah. of like stunt people and camera people involved that like, just make that whole thing like a good like mm-hmm. it's like a little roller coaster ride like yeah. a, like a blockbuster should be i feel like and this yeah. movie really enjoys like the wall running running down like, <laughs> yeah. on like the wire because they do that twice mm-hmm. <laughs> she does a reverse tenant yeah, <laughs> reverse <laughs> yeah but i feel like this movie is also a little faster paced than the first one oh, I the first time, one yeah. yeah like half of it is like hey we're going down here to investigate and right. it's more like a uh not thriller, but like, uh, or I guess thriller, like where you're kind of like, oh shit, when is this going to happen? Where in this one, it's like, we're already in it. Yeah. And this is like, now we just got to dip. It's just hard action. Know? Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just basing off the third Resident yeah. Evil so game. So that's why you can totally tell that this was just made like, you know, this is just for you to have a good time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, yeah. Now that you say Resident Evil 3 too, Connery, it's like, mm-hmm. um, cause this is like a mix of our Resident Evil 2 and 3 yeah. games. Yeah. Like a lot more three, but yeah, but yeah. it still has Jill in it because yeah. she's she's in the second one, right? Yeah, Jill Jill's in the second one. You play you can play through as her and or Claire's as a, in the third one. Claire Valentine. Claire's in the second one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Jill's in the first one and the third one. Right. Okay. That's Claire's what I was in the second about. one. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I guess this is way more like the third one than like they don't even go to the uh, the police uh, police station or anything. Yeah. So, but um, well, we do briefly, and Jill shoots it up. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually like a pretty good adaptation, I guess, in terms of j- just being like less scary and more just mm-hmm. big action. Because like Resident Evil Three was definitely the one that was just like, yeah, like Nemesis does in yeah. that game, <laughs> basically what he does in this game yeah. in this Chase movie, like rocket launcher, like a rocket launcher and a giant and chain rocket. gun. Yeah. <laughs> I was sad that he ever did his big transformations, though, when he got, like, bigger and scarier throughout Yeah, I, I feel like 3. they should have done that each time Alice would have, like, Beat him. confronted him, because then yeah. it's just the same thing over and over again. Well, then she can't punch him to death in the final scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's, like, another thing. It's, like, if you think about, like, just Alice's uh, power set and everything in this, like, she's way too strong yeah. for it to ever be scary. Like, at least in the game, you're just, like, a normal person. You're Jill. Yeah. That's like running away from this giant thing, but she's like equally matched with yeah. Nemesis and also doesn't look like a big chungus. Yeah, and know? his superior, <laughs> I would argue. Yeah. Wait, did you say you didn't like the how the Nemesis looks? Or I he looked in in his costume too like chonk to me, right? It's just yeah. like it's like that is a person in yeah. a costume kind of yeah. vibes. Yeah, I feel like whenever they can't pull something off visually they just will get really close with the cameras yeah like when they're when she's having like a boxing match with him yes. like you can't even really <laughs> tell what's happening torso mm-hmm. and arm head <laughs> yeah i think it's head it's head his head is what really throws me it's like his neck connecting mm-hmm. thing where i'm like right. eh, it looks really fake <laughs> i mean it is fake but like come mm-hmm. on but i almost still like i don't know if it's just nostalgia at this point but i almost prefer it to like just a cg creation for some yeah reason. Mm-hmm. even if it looks really good but I just want him to change where I'm like, he could start as that. And then I want him to be this big, scary, like on all fours for him. And then like the big blob that he is in the end where Jill shoots in the death of the giant laser rail gun. <laughs> yeah. Like now if they remade it, I feel like they could definitely implement both like a practical design and then yeah. he becomes more and more just a big monster. Yeah, literally just a horrifying thing. <laughs> but yeah, what else about this movie do you like Lupe? Um, I guess I definitely, like I said, the pacing and kind of how like the group doesn't stay like as the group, like each scene, someone dies. Like it always makes me sad that school scene because the way the news anchor dies <laughs> is just so dark. Like yeah. she yeah, just walks in and then the kids just eat her, but like yeah. she's recording it. So it's like kind of like her, like some weird type of like icarus kind of thing where like she was like recording everything and then yeah. she ends up you know getting too close and then you know she's recording her own death you know she's too close to the sun yeah. aka zombie children <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah breaking the case yeah and it's crazy because like she doesn't even have like a fighting chance she just stumbles yeah. upon this and then that's it yep the same screamed. thing with like the stars dude who like saves them <laughs> introduces himself and then bam he's I a goner yeah. and the cowboy with the walkman who you don't yep. even see oh, disintegrate but he yeah. definitely did <laughs> just yep. from the giant rocket explosion uh, uh maybe the news reporter could have thrown those basketballs at the children right at the zombie children <laughs> it would have been a great scene honestly just like donk, <laughs> donk, donk. <sighs> yeah i guess the crew is a little bit more um differentiated a little bit than the first movie mm-hmm. but it just has a lot of the same issues as the first movie where it's just like 
especially like the positions of power and stuff. I'm like, oh, here's like a lot of the actors just look like similar to each other. And they're also like kind of actors. I have no idea who they are. <laughs> it's like, here's this like white guy from Canada. Here's this white guy from yeah. France. Here's this white guy who's like has a Southern accent or something. Not even like not even a Southern accent to differentiate. No, so that's like nothing. Um, it's just a bunch of actors that I don't really know who they are in these early ones. So I'm kind of hoping there's like a little bit more. They all have the same chin. Star power. Yeah, they all look pretty like similar. Mm hmm. Um, but at least Oded Fair is in this movie, I guess, yeah. <laughs> from The Mummy. That's right. But he's also playing like a, a, a Carlos, who's like a Latino character. Yeah. And Oded Fair is not, so. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> pop, ba, da, yeah. Pop. Wow. <laughs> Does it? Is it just me? Do you guys feel like we already mined this drug? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we're like 20 minutes in. Like, what else is there to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. Like, there's nothing. There's, I mean, I feel like the stuff that I could say about it kind of spoils the other movies because, like, oh, the no. comparison, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, like, what, what's your second favorite, like, Resident Evil movie after this one? Yeah. After this one, it probably has to be Apocalypse, which is the next one. Oh. Yeah. This one's Apocalypse. Or not Apocalypse, sorry. Extinction. Uh, Extinction. Oh, okay, Extinction. Yeah, which, is, again, I feel like it's not as great as this one, but it still isn't as preposterous Yeah. in the sense of, like, the things that happen. Because, like, they, as you keep going down the movies, like, wilder things happen. And it's like, why are they still alive? Or, like, <laughs> why? why is Umbrella Corp still a corporation? Like, <laughs> you would have thought that they're, like, uh, like, or chain of command would have, like, broken and, you know, with all these zombies. But no, we got Westler. He'll uh, save us. Yeah, Westler, I think he shows up either in... <gasps> The fourth movie? Yes. Yeah. He shows up. Uh, d uh, just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> yeah. Shows up and dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alice just kills him in one hit. <laughs> <laughs> one shot the boss of all Resident Evil. I mean, he has to get all zombie jacked. <laughs> yeah, right? Or punch a boulder or something. He has to whole, have a whole Senator Armstrong-esque mm -hmm. fight. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Just for Tyler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for a Metal Gear solid <laughs> spinoff game. You know, this movie did make me realize, though, that, you know, what the sheriff did is that those very Trump Republican people would have a field day if this were to happen. Oh. They'd be prepared. But, like, the question is, would they be like the stars people with their, don't take my guns away, you know? I... I feel like if this happened in real life and all like the crazy bunker people mm -hmm. were a thing, I feel like they'd get along for like get get on well for a good period of time mm -hmm. and then they'd eat each other. Probably. Because they're they are very self centered. And yeah. so we'll all start communities and they're all hiding in the in the dark. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like <laughs> The Last of Us yeah. in the T V show where uh they're a commune and everything i didn't even think about that and it's like oh my god this is where everyone escaped like yeah you know the i guess not leftists but you know yeah. nice people yeah yeah just you know make, making good mm -hmm. decisions over yeah. like i guess isolationism and, yeah. which is i think the ultimate uh key word in those mm -hmm. scenarios where it's like i'm just gonna lock myself me and my family yeah. away for who knows how long yeah and then come out and be apocalypse champs. So in reality, it's like you've just been locked away for yeah. like a year kind and a half. Kind of like the uh, the priest that was like feeding the nun. Like, oh, yeah. what was he going to do after he like, was he going to trap the people and He's be like, like, hey, I'm going to feed you. <laughs> 
He's like, don't shoot her. And then he just gets bit by yeah, her, by yeah. his ah, wife or whatever. What's no, not wrong this, with like, you? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess if, uh, if there was like a zombie infection in a community or something, it's like if you just have proper policy and mm, people yeah. working together, then you can, I don't you know. win. Still put that together. You still have to kill that person, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still have to wipe that person have out. Have a yeah, system yeah. in place. Yeah, you know. Well, that's that's the grim reality of all. But it's like yeah. you got to stomp them. But yeah, it can work. You can do it. You have to break their necks. You got to break their necks. <laughs> Sever. The, they're still alive, but their necks broken, so they can't really move anything. Yeah. Right, that, well, that's something also that I realized. The uh, the scientist dude who's in the wheelchair. He once he turns into a zombie, he doesn't gain his like mobility back. Like he's healed, so he's like crawling <laughs> to the dude. The T virus sucks, I guess. It doesn't even make people stronger. Yeah, he does. Doesn't kill them. Yeah. What well, if you just do like a handstand running at people? <laughs> he was able to keep his little glasses on even yeah. when he was a zombie. <laughs> That's his only identity. Would he still need his little glasses to see? Probably, right? Um, I mean, uh. do zombies like smell people? Like, how do they work? I think they smell things. If in zombies, seeing. how do they work? Because yeah. <laughs> mostly their eyes are so open opaque usually yeah. in like mm-hmm. movies i feel like they do like their sense of smell at least is heightened a yeah. lot because the liquors are blind but they can hear yeah and i'm assuming they can taste the air yes right? like like snakes <laughs> that explains their tongues <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how snakes get their infrared they go and it's like, oh. yeah adam <laughs> that's a good just got audio description <laughs> they go adam <laughs> um yeah just in terms of themes uh <laughs> on the wikipedia here it says media theme scholar stephen harper said that both apocalypse and the first resident evil film present highly ambiguous perspectives on the themes of corporate power race gender and sexuality okay. it's like i mean yeah like it has elements of those things but it doesn't really say anything about yeah. them yeah i feel like that's just like a throwaway in the sense of like yeah, this movie talks about this stuff, but like not really. Yeah, it like, like brings them up, I like guess. vaguely. Like the only like example would just be the beginning when they're like, the virus has got to the gate, lock them up, yeah, and be like, get away, and we'll we have power to shoot. You're not getting away, bah, 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 yeah. you know that kind of thing. That's the only example I would say of I like would corporate. Say the, the umbrella cover up thing in the end, where oh, like they, yeah. they reveal the truth and then umbrella mm-hmm. covers it up so effortlessly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh no, there's new information that discredits zombies. Yeah. Like I'm very like, <laughs> like this video not, wasn't well, like, real. Reality, it's like you're in the real world and you're like zombies. That can't be yeah. what? Yeah. And then someone says, Oh no, it was a nuclear meltdown. That was a hoax. You're going to be like, Oh, that makes more sense yeah. than zombies. That's true. Yeah. I was just thinking about nuclear power and energy, but then I had nothing. I'm like, would Oppenheimer bomb the zombies? I'm like, I don't want to talk about no. this. They're not people no more. They ain't got no souls. <laughs> body I'm just after hearing body that song floor. right now that uh, from the soundtrack that's been like a meme. Oh, what? Oh, what? how's that the one? The Oppenheimer one where he's like, oh, thinking, yeah. yeah. Oh, i feel like you like that song connor i do like that song such a good song like the whole soundtrack um just like like we're talking about themes and i mean just zombies as a genre have all you can say so much about society yep and mostly society society. and like survival situations but Mm -hmm. just like how uh community works how government works how 
I don't know what you, it's always the thing like, what would you do in this situation? What if yeah. your best friend turned into a zombie? Like all those things. I put you out of your misery. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, uh, wait, what movie was, that? oh, I was watching 28 Days Later and uh, yeah. Naomi Harris immediately shoots someone who just got bit by like a zombie. Like yeah. it happens so fast. Because <laughs> it's like, they're going to turn into a Yeah, brain, it's like they're gone. Zombie, yeah. yeah. Um, thanks. <laughs> would you want to keep being a zombie? Uh, No. Yeah, I think you should like inject me with DMT or something, and then shoot me. <laughs> I have to destroy your brain. I can't just inject you. <laughs> um, you chop your head off. But this movie doesn't really do. <laughs> no, you have to break my neck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just prop you up in a chair and leave you so your mouth is like ah. Yeah. <laughs> this movie doesn't really do much with its its themes. Uh, no, very much no. at all. It's just like I guess it's a a decent adaptation of like a literal adaptation of a video game mm-hmm. but that's like yeah. not doesn't really mean much yeah i don't think they were time. trying to say a message they were just no. like hey fanboys here you go this give is me cool money. right guys give me money yeah, give me money i made you this, <laughs> <laughs> I made you this. give me money basically <laughs> i mean like these kinds of movies really were like that back yeah, then. yeah i know like, yeah that's what a lot of mm-hmm. uh I think that a lot of people forget is that a lot of the movies that are being made now, like in general, like they're business decisions. Yeah. Like they're always going to have like, how can we make money for this? Like, mm-hmm. that's why we have like all these Marvel movies because Marvel made so much. And mm-hmm. you know, the same thing with like Avengers when they all came together, that's yeah. why Marvel keeps having their superheroes like combine. And mm-hmm. that's why DC copies them. Cause you know, they're following the money trail. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and like just these kinds of franchises in general weren't, I feel like, uh, dealt with as much respect Mm -mm. as they are now, um, which I would say arguably a little too much respect sometimes. (laughs) Like it's a reference, like it's the Bible. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, okay, everybody calm down. It's just like a character in a movie and stuff. Some nerd made this guy calm down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so it's like if they remade the Resident Evil movies now, which I know they've tried to do again. Yeah, I think they've Um, had their first attempt with the netflix uh which i think is like welcome to raccoon city or something like that why can't they just do the storyline of the originals and just make Mm -hmm. it fun and cool give me leon kennedy give me resident evil 4 so they did um uh resident evil welcome to raccoon city came out in 2021 and it it is a a movie remake Mm -hmm. but then they also made a netflix show oh yeah the netflix show yeah yeah which got canceled after a season darn i still haven't watched it but this, like, what they really need to do if they're going to redo Resident Evil, it's like, I don't know if they just can't attract the talent or they don't want to mm-hmm. spend enough to attract talent. Probably. Like, the budget of this movie was $25 million. Uh, The biggest name in it, really, is, like, Kaya Scodelario, who's in that movie, like, Crawl. Wow. The, the, that alligator movie that's kind of good. I remember Crawl. Um, <laughs> and she's just, like, done a lot of TV. And she, oh, she was in Pirates 5. Oh. Oh, was Barbosa's she Barbosa's daughter? daughter? Yeah. Listen back to our Pirates of the Caribbean episode. Uh, I believe that episode is just me and Tyler. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this movie is also directed by the guy who did 47 Meters Down and its sequel. Whoa. So this, this is like an intersection of so many different franchises for us. So it's great. Kind of want to cover it like mm-hmm. off the main feed or something at some point. But. Sure. Um, yeah, that didn't do well, and I heard it's just, like, the performances aren't great. Like, it is trying to be straight up, like, one and two of the games, but it's just, hmm. um, it just feels, like, too 
tied to it. Mm-hmm. Like the dialogue even. It's yeah. like so people just don't feel natural in any way. Huh. So You're the master know. of unlocking. Yeah. You should take this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who says that? That's from Resident <laughs> Evil 1. I believe it's a Chris Redfield <laughs> says to Jill. Nice. You're the master of unlocking. Take this lockpick. <laughs> Do you think also it could be that like we're just too desensitized to everything? Like yes. it's all been done before. So like we need something like fresh. Yeah. I mean, that's also partly why I find this series interesting and in that it is so radically different from from uh, the games. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like, at least it's something different. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like, yeah, like a Bible adaptation yeah. or it's like. Yeah. Oh no, it's just like some silly big action stuff now. And I wish there was more substance, but I still think there's like some good stunts mm-hmm. and everything in this. Totally. Yeah. But Yeah, and it's <sighs> Paul W. S. Anderson, right? Correct. Uh, I'm not I'm gonna be honest, I always confuse him and B. T. Anderson. Yes. Like growing up, I would be like, wait, the indie guy made the zombie movies? <laughs> It'd be pretty great if you did, honestly. I know, right? <laughs> like, I have a different personality. I can do multiple things. Yeah. <laughs> it's his it's his different timeline. Paul W. S. I am you and you are me. <laughs> um, this one was actually directed by Alexander Witt. Mm-hmm. Um Paul W. S. just directed the first one, then I think he did like the last three. Oh yeah. He I feel like he movies. took over the whole franchise. Like yeah, like EP. when it started going crazy, like I think the fourth one, yeah, because like <laughs> he, it's I'm wait until you guys get into those. Yeah, like, just like my wife's is. op. Or oh, wait until you get into the last <laughs> movie, like the final chapter. I, I saw that one with the um, when I got the box set, and I was just like, what? <laughs> like I at the end of it, I felt like uh, Cedric's dad at Harry Potter's like they've massacred my poor boy, <laughs> like. <laughs> As a whole series, because it was just so, like, I I know when it's, like, bad, but it was just too much. Too much, yeah. right. So, yeah, <sighs> you are forewarned. Grim, dark future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the director of this, Alexander Witt, was, uh, he's mainly a DP, a cinematographer. Um, this is his only movie he's directed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he continues, like, to DP, like, second unit on, like, big stuff. Niles. Uh-huh. <laughs> eyeballs the door like oh, can I go out there I don't know can you I feel like you're just gonna scream if I let you out there um I can't really or do you want to let him out or no no he's okay. fine he's just gonna bark if I let him out uh, I can't really even speak to why they hired him but probably he had like an in I'm guessing with somebody like because uh, I don't think this I don't think he even does like that bad of a job at directing uh, this movie overall I mean some of those shots were pretty cool yeah and like they were very artistic, and I feel like it kind of had that, like, you know how John Wick's director was the stunt coordinator for Matrix? So you yeah. had a lot of those, like, heavy, uh, like, movements of those stunts. I feel like that was the equivalent of here, like, with him being a DP. Like, he was able to get those cool shots, especially with some of those, like, action sequences and whatnot. Yeah, yeah and, like, just, like, all the technical stuff in this movie, yeah. I think, is, is decent, except up to the point when... Like he knows how to shoot his way out of things, except there's actual few, actually a few scenes where he doesn't. Multiple ones are just teleporting all over the room. Where it's like let's undercrank the the camera so it's all choppy, so you don't have to see like the zombies. Yeah, uh, that was really weird. It's interesting because I don't think they ever do that. Like later on, no. like they just show the zombies just walking eventually. You know, mm-hmm. and they're just. I think they start not running, but I know with the hordes, like you can tell they're running. 
Yeah, it just mm. kind of feels like a cheap effect in this. I mm -hmm. feel like it's very disorientating too. Yeah, especially when the guy's like in the in the school and like shooting at every different angle yeah. and mm -hmm. headshotting everybody. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Too much. I was like Joe being like, we can just walk around them. It's fine. They're slow. And then he goes, yeah. no. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You think it's gonna be some like really tense stealth moment, and then the dogs there. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of ways this movie feels kind of like. Made by like a journeyman director or something who's like has a lot of technical experience, maybe, but uh, there's just things that fall flat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Resident Evil Apocalypse. <laughs> yep. You can always tell when Connery's ready to wrap it up. <laughs> I've got it done. <laughs> because it's not obvious at all. <laughs> it's not uh, any, well, anyway, I'm asleep now. Well, <laughs> I'm done now. I watched this movie twice today. Um, <laughs> I'll be going. Right. I'll be going now, and I shan't be coming back. <laughs> yeah, all you listeners, watch the movie twice, and then you'll see how he feels. Yeah, then you'll get it. You'll understand me. <laughs> and then listen to the episode four times. <laughs> Quadruple it. <laughs> Would either of you live in that little... Uh, if you had the perfect night of sleep, and that was the yeah. only way to get the perfect night of sleep, would you <laughs> sleep in like the weird water liquid chair oh. or gamer chair that, as you called it yeah that mila chovich sleeps in her gamer chair i probably Indiana. would i try it once yeah because i mean i usually when i go to sleep like i curl up you know yeah. and i like burrow myself so <laughs> i feel like i could like weirdly angle myself to sit there and like prop myself you know yeah i i just feel bad that she's all these like wires poked yeah. into her I feel like all the time mm -hmm. yeah She's an experiment. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. I, I, I'd do it. I'm like, why not? I'd give it a shot. That's mm -hmm. the only way I can get a good night's yeah. sleep. I guess I'd do it. Yeah, I think I'd be scared of the green goop. I'm like, is this like T-virus? I don't want it in my throats, but. I think it's just water, like the abyss, like birth gel that they have mm -hmm. to breathe through. Yeah, right. I was yeah. thinking about that too. Yeah. I've always wondered about that. Like, you know, different sci-fi movies always has like when they're healing someone, they have them in like a tube, like Luke yeah. is in that. Back like what, yeah. what, like in star Wars, that makes sense. But in other movies, like why do they always have people in like submerged in water with like stuff? Like, what does that do? It looks cool. Or is it just a movie, like science type of thing? I think it's just sci-fi yeah. science. Oh. Thing. oh, like the water is healing them <laughs> and then like that kind of thing. Like yeah. when I had surgery, it's all morphine <laughs> earlier this year, when I got my gallbladder removed, they put me in a big tank and I was just levitating there. <laughs> <laughs> you were literally just like scour going. <laughs> and like, Oh nope, nope. This one's not ready for pickling. <laughs> not yet. Ah, oh, Miss Young, here to pick up your boyfriend in a tube, I see. If you don't say, sorry. <laughs> just push me back with like a... <laughs> on like a little dolly or something. You just get put into a wall of other people. I'm afraid he's half porpoise now. <laughs> what? Half. Uh, there's nothing else in this movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, you can always tell it's always ready to wrap up the show. <laughs> I will say Sienna Guillory plays Jill Valentine. She has a good job. She is known for the time machine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Aragon. Good. And one other thing that may ring a bell for you, Connery. Oh, no. Something recent. <laughs> Something recent. She Did she look familiar in any way? She looked really familiar. Uh, the mom from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not Jane Kaczmarek. <laughs> Do you, uh, does she remind you of a certain evil billionaire investor? Of big sharks, perhaps. Oh my God! She's in the, what's it called it? The Meg Two. Meg Two, the trench, which we just covered three weeks and have removed from our memories. Wow, truly. Well, she's not not in very much of it, to be fair. No. Yeah. 
Wow. Like, but yeah, it's like if you're going to cast Jill Valentine, she's like a big character in, in Resident Evil. And it's like, I mean, she was fine, I think, but just there's no there's no names in this. No, she has just yeah. shown up all the time, too. Like, I think her name is mentioned. She says her introduced herself once and you see articles of her in her apartment yeah. that she hangs up. Like, I feel like it's not even a thing where you can't have somebody like a bigger name talent than Mila Jovovich in this, because honestly, mm-hmm. it could like be helped by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, like we said earlier about this type of movie at that time in cinema, like they're not going to hire those kinds of people anyways. Yeah. It's like, no. this one's for the fans, whatever. It's garbage. <laughs> Do it for the fans. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it was okay. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not good. It was, it was okay. It's decent, yeah. yeah. I was hoping Mike Epps became Mr. X because of his fedora. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Put him in the Mr. X program. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, I'm trying dun, to dun, think dun, of dun. like the entire franchise if it has like big name people, but I think it's just Mia Mila that's the Yeah. She's the queen. Yeah. Uh Jorah Mormont's in it. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Oh. That's the guy in the end who's like, Do you remember your name? This is yeah. a pen. Do you know what a pen is? Who's Jorah Melmont? Mormont. Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Oh, okay. He's a fictional character. Yes, yeah. a fictional character. That's how I identify movie stars yep. as their fictional characters. Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn, yes. You oh, yeah, Jared Harris was there. But yeah. It's funny, when I saw him, it was just like you. I referred to them by their fictional characters. I was like, Lane Price. <laughs> from Mad Men? Yeah, from Mad yeah. Men. <laughs> Who has a very sad storyline in yeah. that show, but he's so good in that. I he's, still haven't watched Mad Men. It's so good. Do it. <laughs> I haven't watched One Piece. I've got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to incept everybody to watch One Piece with I, me. I guess, literally. <laughs> watch party. Franchise watch party. One the piece. One Piece is real! <laughs> uh, Jared Harris, also the son of Double Door. Oh. Yeah. From the Which first one? two. Oh, Richard okay. Harris. Okay, yeah. cool. The good one. Oh, the good one. You put your name the Goblin of Fire! Excited for those. Excited for those. Wait, have you guys not covered the Harry Potter not movies? Harry no, oh. we're kind of waiting a little bit. Yeah, we got to yeah. wait till the heat dies down. Um, <laughs> what like, does that even mean? When J.K. Rowling's dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you see, oh, yeah. he admitted. <laughs> he admitted. He admitted. I'm dead. Yeah, that's a lot of movies you guys could cover. The first eight one and then... Yeah. Three for oh the <laughs> for the other ones. Which, yeah. Oh man, Fantastic Beasts is a really was a is a joy for us to be angry at, even off air. Yeah. Do you like the Fantastic Beasts, Lupe? I like the first one, first yeah. but yeah. like yeah. the rest is just like what? Yeah, the first one's fine. In 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 retrospect, mm-hmm. <laughs> considering the sequels. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't have much else to say about this movie. It's a fun, actiony horror movie yeah. that's like not, you know, no. it keeps you engaged enough. I guess it's inoffensive. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies where, like, if you're doing chores or if you're like <laughs> reading or like if you're doing something like and it's on TV, like it's one of those where like you can watch and whatnot. Like, yeah, you'll lose pace, but like you're not really missing much. Yeah. Um. I think the only thing we didn't really talk about is just people's outfits and how they're silly. Tube top. Well, Joe Joe Valentine walks in with her high heels. Like, (laughs) like who's walking around as a cop in high heels? Like, it's just (laughs) so unrealistic. Makes me think of Jurassic World where she 
runs oh, away from the T-Rex with her high heels too. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel like there are women who are able to, you know, Shoot handle high heels. High heels. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I feel like that would be painful. Well, it's just like hitting a certain tone that like mm-hmm. this movie's not doing. It's like, oh, it's mostly realistic. But then she's like a total video game character from 1998 yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. like, it doesn't work together. Mm-hmm. And then also Alice just absolutely refuses to ever change her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like in the headcanon of these movies, like she like kind of hates clothes unless it's like a robe or a giant napkin, napkin. Yeah. <laughs> i like the idea that she just prefers being nude and that's why she wears like a mesh t-shirt it makes you it and... makes you feel better about it like uh with hideo kojima and, and quiet yeah <laughs> she needs um, to breathe through her skin lupe that's why she's only wearing a bikini <laughs> yeah it's like the same it's the same thing it's not a fetishized pervert thing <laughs> right like that's if you put your head cannon of this movie then it's actually not problematic <laughs> that's basically what if this I movie make is. excuses for everyone then it's fine <laughs> uh yep, yep. resident evil apocalypse that's a wrap yep. <laughs> uh does anybody have any uh let's let's do our final thoughts all yes, around. Sir. Um Connery, what are your final thoughts on this movie? Final thoughts. It's okay. It's it's a fun seeing Nemesis. He looks kind of goofy and he has some fun moments, but you know, it's an okay movie. You can watch Alice get more and more overpowered until she, I would argue, is a god by the end of this movie. <laughs> what about you, Lupe? I mean, my final thoughts are the same. I the I cherish this movie as bad as it is, oh. but you know. It's it's fun. It's a fun movie, you know? Like the action's fun and it's you know, I don't have to make my brain do anything when I'm watching it. You know, I don't got to think about stuff. I could it's a, and it's it's an escapist way, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like I'm safe here at home, but luckily I'm not around zombies, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not too spooky. You can see yeah. it through the TV. Yeah. <laughs> like there's not a lot of you can see through the TV. There's not a lot of suspense or like even big scary moments it's mm-hmm. just like yeah we're mostly just doing martial arts against yeah. zombies and that's fine it's like unlike me watching skin and and be like what yeah. the hell is going on what the hell yeah. what the hell and there's a lot of like moments where you could just like if you're watching it like together like how we did like yeah. there's times where we're like laughing at the ridiculousness of yeah. it yeah but it's still kind of fun yeah, yeah it's a good watch party unlike mm-hmm. the first one where me you and leo sat in like absolute silence watching resident right. evil one. Um, that first one's rough like mm-hmm. Just like, okay, all right. Oh, zombies. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, nice, okay. Yeah. Oh. This was definitely better than I remember seeing it the first time when we saw it, Connery, like, I don't know, like, four years ago? Yeah, point? probably. Maybe three years ago. Um, Like, I was just so fixated on all the things that looked bad in this movie, <laughs> and this time I'm like, oh, no, there's, like, some stunts, and, like, I, I hadn't played a lot of the games before, so I, I just didn't really know what to latch on to at all. Um. But yeah, this is better than I remember it being. Uh, probably my favorite gag of the whole movie is when uh when Mike Epps opens the door in the school and like a rubber oh. skeleton like from a science class <laughs> right. falls yeah. out. He's like, ah! and I'm like, oh, it almost got me a little bit. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, this is like the closest thing to an actual scare of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the real zombie shows up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, those are our thoughts on uh, Alexander Witts. Resident Evil Apocalypse. I almost forgot his name. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Stay tuned. We're gonna cover. We're gonna cover Resident Evil Extinction next weekend. Woo! We're knocking him out. Having a good time. Yeah. What else matters really? Hanging out with friends. Talking about zombies. Yeah, it's good. 
But uh, Lupe Cornejo, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you again on the pod. Yeah, I always have a fun time, always coming around here. You're a champ. <laughs> you want to do another one of these, right? I'm down to do another one of these. You know, nice. I love my zombies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this series is really hard to remember which one's called what, because I uh, thought this was called Extinction until this morning. Yeah, no, I think it's <laughs> Resident Evil, Resident Evil Apocalypse, Resident Evil Extinction, Resident Evil Afterlife, Resident yes. Evil Retribution, and Ooh. then it's the final chapter. Yeah, the Whoa. final chapter is the easiest. Yeah. Like, that one's the last one. Don't worry. I think at that point when these movies are coming out, they're like, yeah. this is the one that That's where we're end. done. Okay, yeah. don't worry. At least about they didn't pull like a final destination where it was the final destination, but it right. was not the final destination. No. Right. Yeah. Like I still uh like there's a uh, Rambo Last Blood. I mm -hmm. still need them to do Rambo Last Blood Part Two because it's <laughs> first blood part two. Part two. Uh yeah, do you have anything to plug before we go, Lupe? Um, I just have uh, no, I don't really have anything to plug aside from zombies. Be crazy, <laughs> zombies. <laughs> be crazy. You know, be nice it's to true. each other. If you ever get bit by a zombie, let a person know because that was a whole issue in the <laughs> yeah. movie. Find someone to put them down for you. <laughs> when you get bit three hours ago, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I've been hanging out with you. I've been hanging out with you. <laughs> I just want to have one last hang with my buddy in before I turned. <laughs> Pull a shot of the dead and have him locked up and play video games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Connor, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice, also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, probably enjoy Starship and Paula. I actually play role-playing game. It's actual <laughs> role-playing game podcast hosted by myself and four other friends. Find it on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Um, uh, not much right now. I, uh, sorry, I was trying to find something, but I'm just going to get rid of it <laughs> Okay. in my messages. No. So Turin, Turin has, uh, our shirts on his website now oh. on Red Room Tees nice. on Etsy. We'll Perfect. put a link in here. Um, I'll put the discount code in the show notes. That's why I was trying to find it right now because oh. I keep forgetting to look it up. <laughs> so I'm going to put the discount code. I think it's the franchise podcast. This is a horrible advertisement for our own shirts. <laughs> so maybe I'll just cut this out and do it again some other time. But <laughs> go buy our shirts. Um, other than that, uh, I don't have much to plug because this is my weekend, my week of remembrance for one uh, Steve Harwell, oh. singer oh, yeah. of Smash Mouth. Hey, now. <laughs> Oh, Turin actually did a beautiful rendition. Yeah. Are you going to play it, put that at the end? Yeah, I asked Turin to do a rendition, a sad version of, uh, or at least a slowed down version of uh, mm -hmm. All Star. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll put that at the end of the end of this podcast nice. instead of our, our usual song because beautiful. out of uh, respect. Because I don't know. I don't know about all you out there, but Smash Mouth has had a profound effect on my life. Um, maybe not in the same way that, like, I don't know, the Beatles does to people, <laughs> yeah, but like. In a fun way. Yeah. Wow. Like, it's just nothing but good vibes. Yeah. Okay. Might well, as well be walking on the sun. All that glitters is gold. <laughs> um, what's Can't one get other enough song? Of you, yeah, baby. there you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> From Mystery Men to uh, Shrek, they've always been there for me in those three years of time. Um, I was gonna play uh, All Star or something at my wedding, and now it has like a, a darker, oh, mm. not darker, darker more sentimental. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Anyways, we'll put that at the end of this. Uh, Rip Steve Harwell. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about you more when we cover Shrek one day. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the end of the podcast, that's, isn't it, when we cover Shrek? 
Oh, I thought you meant like right now. You're like, no. that's the end of the podcast, right? Let's leave. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> um, yeah, we keep saying that, but yeah. <laughs> maybe every hundred episodes we can do one Shrek. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Well, keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when one of us is like inevitably like, oh, I don't want to do the podcasting where I'm like, we got to do Shrek forever after Connery. Don't you want to get to Shrek forever after? 500 Connery, 500. <laughs> don't you want to make him go, do the roar. <laughs> do, do the roar. Uh, that's it here at the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you to uh, thank you to Martin Ganey <laughs> for our artwork. Thank you to Nick Viverka for our music. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Like, share, subscribe. Help us to grow the show. Uh, that's it. I did everything. Thank you for listening. And until next time, GTA motherfucker. <laughs> Woo! Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>